Hello and welcome back to a very romantic episode of Drunken Book Club. I'm your sultry host, Christopher, the Cupid Rupal, joined with... Sam. Ooh, no nickname? I couldn't think of anything. Cupid Bitch! Flippin' Hamburger Cupid Bitch <laughs> Sam. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, hey, happy Valentine's Day if you celebrate. If you don't, fuck you, Valentine's Day is even better. Uh, but uh, this week we read the, ba- the Avengers of the Bailey School Kids, Cupid Doesn't Flip Hamburgers. Ah, what a book. Especially since, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I buy a lot of the books used. Because most of them are out of print, or if they are reprinted, they, you know, they change the covers to make them not as good, I'll be honest. And, um, this one, this one has a great cover, because the child covered it in purple heart stickers. Yeah, they put a heart over Eddie and Howie, and they're like, ooh, I love these two boys. And then just fucking, you know, hearted up this fucking thing. Thank you, 50. That's just what it says in the inside cover. <laughs> so, Sam, uh, what'd you pregame on? I am just having coffee today. Yeah, because we're recording this in the morning. Though I am drinking a something called the Cupid's Love Potion, which does have orange juice in it, so that's why I'm drinking it. It's like a it's like a mimosa, but with harder booze. Yep. It's pretty good. That's what I say. Sam has yeah, a sip. It is good. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, we have to record this in the morning because we couldn't work out shit. <laughs> yeah, scheduling issues of can't do evening, so. Lies! It's because Sam didn't read the book till yesterday. It could be both. <laughs> it's both. Yeah, it's both. But, hey, we read it. We're good. Sam, what were your first impressions of this book? What did you think this one was going to be about? Um, it's going to be like every Bailey School Kids of boring, of the, our teacher might be a vampire, but we're just going to casually mention that. And then something happens, and they go, this person's a mythical creature. And then it gets resolved. I know, it's because we never read the first book of, like, the whole vampire teacher thing. Oh, yeah, I know know why, because, you know, but it's still one of those I don't really care. Yeah. I remember reading this one as a kid, but I don't remember entirely what it was about. Uh, What I do remember is that the school gets a new lunch lady, and she makes, like, heart-shaped foods, and the kids start to notice that everyone is starting to have crushes on each other, and... Yeah, yeah, I was, I was pretty much right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, let's talk about this wonderful cover. Uh, <laughs> as I've mentioned before, it is covered in purple heart stickers. Thank you, kid who owned this before us. But under all of those heart stickers, we have a plump lunch lady in a red dress and white apron with a heart pin. She's cooking up some heart-shaped burgers as the Bailey school kids gawk at her and the heart-shaped hamburger she has made. Because, I mean, it's kind of weird when you think about it, like a heart-shaped burger. That's kind of difficult to, when you think about it. Because you have to purposely, like, use, like, a cookie. Like, what, what did she do? Like, did she, like... So she probably, gra- like, had the ground meat, put it in the cookie cutter, as you said. Yeah, yeah, cookie cutter. And then, then probably put it in the fridge. Yeah. To set more in the shape. Okay. And then she'd still have to be really careful, because... Uh, she'd be popular on TikTok now for all her heart foods. Yeah. <laughs> she just need to have a voice that's like this. Where everything's just barely above a whisper, but always is very gentle and soothing while she talks about something stupid. Yeah. Like, I will flip this bitch! <laughs> Alrighty. Those are the better ones, but the ones that get popular are, again, like the... No, both of them get popular. I don't know True. what you're talking about. Fucking annoying people in both those calibers of too quiet or too loud. At least she's not doing the, like, 
ASMR bullshit. I hate that with a passion. Same. Alrighty. Chapter 1. St. Fallon's Day Massacre. Okay, there's no massacre. Uh, Mrs. Jeeper's class is making valentines. Eddie, being the gremlin child that he is, crumbles <laughs> up the one he's making, while Mrs. Jeepers is busy talking with the principal, Mr. Davis. Honestly, I would not fuck around when the principal's in the room, but that's me. Yeah, he's a, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> he hurls the lump at a girl named Carrie, who blurts out, I bet you won't get a single valentine! Which is fair. The as class, you The class gasps. And Mrs. Jeepers demands that Carrie apologize to the shit child. Uh, Carrie does, and Mrs. Jeepers continues speaking with the principal. Eddie continues being a dildo. Mrs. Jeepers says that it's time to meet the new lunch lady, Mrs. Rosenbloom. Mrs. Rosenbloom. The most obvious pun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They head to the cafeteria, and when they arrive, they're shocked to see Chapter 2. I'm surprised they didn't do like a... Like a spell bloom, like bloom, like Judy Bloom. Because mm. I feel like that would have been more clever, but... <laughs> you want something clever like from barely. Bailey's cool kids? Okay, you know what? You're right. You're right. What That's was, on me. What was the troll lady's name? Fucking dildo face shit fucker? I'm a fucking troll. Yeah. Uh, chapter two. Explosion. The entire cafeteria is decorated with hearts galore. Eddie is disgusted by this, as well as the holiday of Valentine's Day, and complains that it's a baby holiday. Only babies like this holiday. Baby. Sorry, fun fact, speaking of babies, yeah, most uh, December birthdays tend to have a Valentine's Day, like, conception date. Wow. Now you know. The girls say it's a nice holiday to proclaim your love for people, and Eddie is even more disgusted by this. Another voice chimes in, saying, There's nothing disgusting about this holiday. It's the largest lady Eddie has ever seen, a.k.a. the hottest woman he'll ever see. It's the new lunch lady, and she's covered in red attire and Valentine's flair. She thinks Eddie is the cutest thing with his curly red hair and gives his cheeks a pinch. I never got that with adults. Just pinching cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I never got that either. I mean, I never had my cheeks pinched as a kid. I think maybe once, but for the most part, no. Because, yeah, I don't get it. It's weird. She then don't serves, do that. Yeah, don't do it. She then serves the kids lunch. A, harp sh- a heart-shaped slice of meatloaf covered in ketchup. A red apple cut in half to resemble a heart. Red jello in the shape of a heart. And milk with a red straw. <gasps> so, honestly, the meatloaf, I feel like, would be harder in some ways than hamburgers to get yeah. the right shape. Because... It cooks. It well, cooks. you just cook it in the in the in like a heart shaped. Uh... Just kind of do it like muffin style kind yeah. of thing. I guess that could work. Yeah, because I was thinking more like the tray where usually you like. Because ma- the... like I bet money that she would have like a heart shaped like tins to like cook shit in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was just thinking more like in the loaf style, like the true meatloaf loaf style. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> she just cooks it and then cookie cut. No, and she no, just she, has a bunch left over. No, I'm thinking she car- well same kind of thought of she carves it, but there's just a bunch of like random edge pieces. <laughs> like shit you can't do uh, with. I like the edge piece of meatloaf. I'm a weirdo. I don't mind it, it's just more again like having all that left out. It's just a waste yeah. of food kind of thing oh, yeah. in that regard. Meatloaf is better with gravy than with ketchup. I'm just saying. I'm okay if it has like the top bit, but gravy is better. Gravy is so much better with meatloaf. I don't like I, I, I mean, yeah, you should you should cook it with ketchup on it, but then you got to add the gravy afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what I mean. Of like yeah, the yeah. ketchup on top is needed. Would it be better if you put like tomato sauce instead of ketchup? Like better flavor. 
Tomato sauce would just be tomato, whereas ketchup does have sugar, vinegar, and some other stuff no, going you for put, it. You put like a like a flavored tomato sauce, you know, like a like a, like a spaghetti sauce or something. You could try it. Yeah, I I, I'd look it up because right, I, it's one of those. I don't think it'd be a bad idea. Yeah, I just say add more flavor because meatloaf's kind of kind of a boring boring uh, loaf of meat. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie hates all this heart shit and is ready to redecorate the place like the malicious psycho he is. The chapter ends with Mrs. Rosenbloom staring at Eddie and smiling while rubbing her heart pin. She's rubbing the butt part of the heart. <laughs> like... <laughs> chapter 3. Love Bug. The kids notice that Carrie is sucking up to Miss Rosenbloom and is being given a heart pin and a heart-shaped cookie. Yummy. She's like a squirrel. She just runs up a tree. Eddie heads over to give her a hard time, and Carrie stares at Eddie with loving eyes. He offers her his apple, which she graciously accepts, saying she take anything from Eddie. Phrasing. <laughs> also, the other thing that's that I think of with this, I'll actually get back to it near the end okay. of what I thought might be. Eddie returns to the group, and they're like, WTF, mate? Why'd you give her something nice? And he admits he dropped his apple on the floor. Carrie gets E. coli from that. They also notice Carrie can't seem to keep her eyes off of Eddie, as if she were bitten by the love bug. The love monkey. What you need is a little help from the love monkey. All I can think of is that Dexter's lab, like, little short where it's the you have something on your shirt. Yeah. And then it's this bug in the... I'm not falling for it. It's this huge ass bug that (laughs) That gave me fucking nightmares. Because that was a creepy bug. Like, whoever designed that... (laughs) They did a good job. That was horrifying. I kind of want to watch that. But, like, that of, like, she's just not saying anything and there's just a giant bug. The next morning, Carrie can't seem to keep herself away from Eddie. She offers to let him copy her homework. She gives him a rose and a chocolate kiss. But Eddie doesn't want any of that mushy stuff. And the rest of the gang can't help but pick on him. I mean, that's what they do. That's what... They just... I mean, for what it's worth, I love these earlier books when they're just, they're just like fucking assholes to each other. Just yeah. like, fucking Eddie, you small dick prick. I going to say, Eddie's a dick, but they're all like... They also will give it back to him, no problem. Yeah. Chapter 5, Love... Per- Chapter 4. Chapter 4, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Chapter 4, Love Sick. The gang continues to bust Eddie's balls about Carrie liking him. At lunch, Eddie ignores the gang and watches as the bully Ben is given the same cookie and pin that Carrie received yesterday from Mrs. Rosenbloom. Ben then approaches a girl, and instead of doing something gross to her, he shares his cookie. Eddie realizes that there's something strange about Mrs. Rosenbloom, and that she's using love potions on the kids. You're playing your love games with me. I just wanna know what to do, cause I need your love a lot. Now come on down. Be funny if really she just gave advice like, hey, maybe if you actually like this girl, you should be nice to her and not be a fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking weird little psycho children. Yeah, stop being dicks. Like, it's not that fucking hard. Yes, it is. Emotions are hard to 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 be out there and stuff. But still, yeah. it's one of those amazing that, like, bullying isn't the way to go about it. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Chapter 5. Love potions. They all laugh at a stupid ass. <laughs> And he thinks that Mrs. Rosenbloom is Cupid, and they think his dumbass can't get any dumber. He leaves, and on his... <laughs> Sorry, I just love Sam reading my notes, because it's just, like, the most insulting shit, and she can't, like... She, you're just reading it so nonchalantly. Yeah, just... Yeah? He's, I mean, he's, it's true. His like, dumbass can't get any dumber. Yeah, I mean, I read the book, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's not wrong. He's a fucking dumbass, and they're like, wow. 
He leaves, and on his way out, he's offered a sugar cookie by Mrs. Rosenbloom, which he declines, and is then offered a chocolate kiss by Carrie, which he also declines before running away back to the classroom. I don't know why, but my thought was, like, Naruto running. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a fucking little dork that would. Nah, I'd see him more like Shaggy Run or something. Yeah. Have that, which, like... Actually, no, Shaggy Run is, like, the original Naruto, Naruto run. run. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. The kids then see that Mrs. Jeepers is looking different with rosy cheeks and a smile on her face. They soon find out that her and the principal have sheared a sugar cookie and are both wearing heart pins. They're fucking in the teacher's lounge. Yeah. Chapter 6, Button Attack. Eddie knows something is wrong, but none of the others believe him. The girls even want one of the cookies and pins, too. Eddie is the only one that can save us. Also, this is the chapter with the name drop. Oh, that's why they call it that. Thank you. Chapter 7, Love is War, and War Never Changes. Just Ron Perlman just watching the shit go down. Liza and Melody get their cookies and pins, and both start to argue over which one Howie likes more. Eddie takes Howie away from the love-smitten pair. It's also just weird. Like, it's just weird. What, that they both like him? Well, it's just like the, no, I like him more. No, he likes me more. Yeah. Like... He likes me more. And he's like, I like, you're both my friends. And they're like, no, not good enough. You must love us. You are going to love me. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And he's just like, what the fuck? Chapter eight, Cupid's Cure. Howie is starting to believe Eddie about his Cupid theory. He agrees to help Eddie with a plan after school. They head over to Eddie's house and come up with a plan to concoct a cure for the love potions. Chapter nine. Pucker power! Eddie thinks they need to make something that's the opposite of sweet to corrupt the love. So they make a sourdough, and not the good kind, that they will sneak into the kitchen tomorrow. It has, like, vinegar and garlic powder, powder in it. Yep. Like, I thought they were just going to use lemon. Like, I thought they were no. just going to do, like, lemon No, they went, they went they the full nine yards of okay. everything sour. They went nasty. They went nasty. All right, uh, go ahead. You read the last three chapters. <laughs> I got the short ones. Ten. Hand in the cookie jar. The next day at school, which happens to be Valentine's Day, Eddie and Howie sneak inside to ruin the cookies for today. Eddie sneaks in while Mrs. Rosenblum is distracted and puts this awful concoction into the cookie batter, but he's found out by Mrs. Rosenblum, who thinks he's trying to snatch food from the kitchen. Eddie lies and says he came for a cookie, and is hurt to how good they are. She has one left from yesterday and cartoonishly shoves it in the boy's mouth. She really does. He's, yeah. He was about to say no, but like right She's when like, it. like she literally shoves it in his mouth. Yeah. Eddie returns to Howie and Howie is concerned about Eddie, but Eddie says he's too tough for a love potion. But Carrie is quickly approaching. Dun, dun, dun. Chapter 11, Head Over Heels. Eddie has become Head Over and Heels. Something happens and I'm Head Over Heels. Has become Head Over Heels in love with Carrie and Howie is fucked. Mrs. Rosenblum offers Howie a cookie to cheer him up, but he declines. But before Howie can return to run to class, he is stopped by Melody and Liza, who demand he choose who he likes more. Choose one. He isn't comfortable with this, but says he'll tell them at lunch. He's so uncomfortable. Like, it's kind of sad. Well, obviously, I almost kind of feel bad for Eddie in the same vein, because it feels like he's almost kind of being harassed. Because I get she likes it, like, the crush thing. But, like, he's obviously, like, there are times where he's like, no, I don't like you. Fuck off. And she's still like, I will win him over. It's just the Pepe Le Pew syndrome. But since it's a girl, it's okay. Chapter 12, Puppy Dog Tales. The cookie plan works, and everyone is disgusted with the cookies, and it reverses the love spell. Everything returns back to normal, and the status quo is achieved. 
Also, Mrs. Rosenblum moves to the mountains to be closer to the clouds, a.k.a. she probably fucking killed herself. <laughs> the end. I'm like, did they get a teacher fired? Yeah. Because I feel like that's what happened. No, I think she was just so distraught. She was done. She was like, nah, I'm done cooking for these fucking brats. No, I appreciate all my fucking hard work. Yeah. Making heart-shaped shit. You know how hard that is? Yep. All right, Sam, do you got any notes for this one? I don't really. It was pretty straightforward in the sense of like... Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got two notes, uh... One, both of them are related to quotes in the book, and they made me laugh. Godzilla is more lovable than Eddie. No shit, Sherlock. Yep. <laughs> and you deserve thorns and spinach is a good insult. Like that was a good. Like I was like, damn, shots fired. Yeah. Pew, pew. Like that was a good one. All right, skipping ahead to random question time. Do you have any random questions for this one? Did you ever have any actual like crushes in elementary school? Of course. Yeah. I didn't. No. I just really didn't have that, like, Man. middle school is when I started to have, like, crushes. I have a crush on every boy. No. <laughs> I realized I think I was in love with one of my friends in middle school. I just didn't realize it because it was the whole, like, girls just, it's one of those gal pals. And I'm like. Gal pals. Like, everyone feels this way about their friend, their fellow girlfriends. And they're like, no. <laughs> no, I'm just gay. <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, I didn't start having a crush until, like, third grade. I think this is one girl named Morgan. Who, like, I'm pretty sure we liked each other because, like, we kept in, like, she moved away to Chicago in fourth grade. And we kept in contact for, like, the longest time. But, like, just lost, like, like during middle school, we just stopped talking to each other. So, I, if you know, hey, shout out to Morgan. I hope you're doing well out there and wherever you are now. Go listen to this, hey. Doubt it. <laughs> Probably not, but. <laughs> Press X to doubt. But, yeah. Yeah, no. I had, I had a crush in elementary school, at least. But it wasn't, like, anything, like... I never did, like, the full, oh, I'm pulling on your pigtails thing or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was too too shy, fat boy. And then did stuff funny. Be like, <laughs> I'm lovable. Got a Bobby Hill. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Hill. It's okay, Dad. Uh, any other questions? That's, that's my big one. Uh, do you remember any Valentines? Uh, like, did you ever, you know, like... I, I know when we went to school, we didn't really make Valentine's. We just, we just bought, I mean, I know for me, we just bought the store brand. Oh, no, it was the same of, like, I just had to get, like, the class list yeah. and write down yep. each classmate. Yeah. And sometimes choose the best ones for my friends. Yep, yep. Because there were some, like, not all, not yeah, all were yeah. creative equal. Yeah, some were, because some of them came with, like, the big Valentine and the little ones, you know? Well, and some, like, were holographic and others were just, like, plain. Someone posted... Uh, Star Wars Episode 1 ones recently on Twitter, and I was like, I really want to post it. I had these. I gave these out in second grade, and, but I was just like, nah, I don't want, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I saw, I had Powerpuff Girl ones one year. I knew, I, I kind of figured you would. Did you ever have Kim Possible ones? I don't think they had them by the time, like. Yeah. Because it was, it was big, but it wasn't like Spongebob big where. True. Gosh, I'm trying to remember, like, all the different ones I had. I think I did, like, dogs one year, because dog, you know. Yeah, dogs is the easy one. I remember my friend Jasmine would always have Scooby-Doo ones, because she was, she loves Scooby-Doo. She's the one who I said in the past where we played Scooby-Doo and solved, like, solved fake mysteries and stuff. Yeah. I can't really think of any other ones that I, like, gave out. Like, I feel like there was a Nicktoons one, maybe. Probably. Like, I just probably a generic, had, like, Nicktoons. I think I probably had a Nicktoon one. I'm trying to, like, think, like... Goosebumps ones weren't around yet anymore, and I probably wouldn't have... I probably would have, yeah. Um, probably Harry Potter ones. Maybe. I was gonna say, I don't remember, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything, because... Yeah. 
All I can think of is some people that make, like, those pre-made Valentines, but it's different characters. Yeah. And I think they did a Yakuza one one time. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. All right. Do you enjoy chocolate kisses? Eh. Right? They're, they're so boring. They're mid. Right? It's, like, does, does, is, are those strictly just Hershey's, or do other companies make chocolate kisses? I, I only know of Hershey's, right? as far as I know. Like, I want to see if there's other kisses out there and see if there's better ones. Can I get a better kiss in here? Get out of here. <laughs> what about holiday sugar frosted cookies? What do you think about them? Eh. Right? Like, I, 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 you know what? As long as it's for the holiday, I love them. But which holiday sugar cookie do you think is the best? Because like, I'm thinking of those sugar frosted ones you know, where it's like, you know, if you're getting a heart one, it's going to be a pink frosted one. You get one for St. Patrick's Day, green frosted. I, I honestly go St. Patrick's Day, partially because I like the color green. Yeah. Like, because it always tastes the same. Like, it's not like you get specific different flavors. I, just, I, I think they taste different. I think the heart one tastes the best. I disagree, but I can tell you whenever there's like an American one and it's blue, it tastes worse. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, the cheap blue frosting yeah. is the one that I can distinctly taste and it's not good. Alrighty. And final question I have. Favorite school lunch food from elementary school? Yeah. We, we, we actually talked about this recently. I think in the last episode. Yeah. I stand by Smokies. Yeah. I think I, I think I might stand with Smokies or uh, Corn Dogs. Corn Dogs is it? Corn Dogs. Corn Dogs. Good, simple, easy. Just bam. Right there. Yeah. I think I'm going to stick with Smokies, but I get by you. Yeah. Yeah. Good ones. All right, Sam, do you have any pairings for this episode? So, the Bob's Burgers episode, Bob Actually, that actually has a... <laughs> that is hilarious that you brought that one up, because um, I for the podcast on the Patreon, I do a weekly pairings lineup, and I'm doing my favorite Valentine's Day episodes, and that's one of my episodes that I've chosen, because it's one of my personal favorites. It literally features a cafeteria, a lunch lady. Mm-hmm. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. And Gene falls in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> I love that his, like, dream is to have a, have a fucking, like, sweet shop with her that looks like Ball's Burgers. Yeah. It's and just... it also is just a good episode overall. Oh, yeah, that's a like, very sweet one. I love that one. And like... also, like, falling in crushes with the wrong people. With, yeah. With Rudy. Yeah. Alright, uh, one of my pairings is the Gravity Falls episode, The Love God. It's literally about Cupid visiting Gravity Falls and love is in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good pairing on that one. And we just watched this, so I'm going to steal it. Oh, go ahead. Of Rocker's, Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> Rocker's. Rocco's Modern Life Leapfrogs. <laughs> which is basically the graduate. <laughs> it is but Cupid liter- is tri- it's the episode where Bev is trying to, what's it called? Seduce. Seduce Rocco. And it was banned from Nickelodeon, but you can still watch that shit on Paramount+. Plus. And Cupid does Touch try- my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's so big and viney. Oh, Rocco. Oh, I can't do it. I, you, you have to be a man pretending to be a woman with a deep smoker voice. <laughs> but um, I'm going to say it does have Cupid trying to get uh, Ed Bighead to fall back in love. Yeah. So many arrows. So many arrows. He tried. All right. And my final pairing is the Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode, Hanky Panky Hullabaloo. This one takes place in a school during Valentine's Day and has the cats falling in love with one another. The special ends kind of similarly with Rolf, Rolf cock-blocking them. I actually have a thought because it has to do with that one yeah. and a lot of the other ones. They're all based on, or at least have a lot of basis in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, yeah. Because it tends to be like this person falling in love with this person, but this person already had a crush on this person. So Sam's kind of like... next pairing is Strange Magic. <sighs> no. <laughs> I haven't even seen that for starters. <laughs> um, I bet, I bet but big money Sam would fall in love with that movie. I'd enjoy it. Yeah. I probably will enjoy it. Like, let's be real. 
But I haven't seen it, so I can't speak on it. Is that fair? That's fair. But I will say Midsummer Night's Dream because, again, it's the whole, like, the whole... Can, can you call it by a title I understand, like, Strange Magic? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what has... Because, again, it's one of those there's so many that I'm based off of. Yeah. Strange Magic. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> all right, and that's all my parents. Do you have any more? Those are mine. Any final thoughts before our book report? Eh. Like, it's not the worst one we've read. Okay. It's so not even the worst of the Bailey School kids, if we're being honest. I mean, you're going into your book report. Go ahead. So, it's still very much by the numbers cookie cutter. Nothing great at home about Bailey School kids. I'm not going to say it's the best one we read, because on I do think the elves don't wear hard hats. That's probably... That one's still pretty bomb. This one is just very... But it does at least have an ending, unlike the ghouls don't serve ice cream or whatever. Yeah. Because that one just didn't end well at, or yeah, at all. Yeah, that one didn't end at all. That one was anticlimactic. Yeah. This, I mean, at least, I can say... Because this one at least still had stakes. Because, you know, it's like literally that those last three chapters were how he's like, holy shit, how, I, if this plan doesn't go through, my friends are going to be like this forever. Yeah. And, you know, I, and it ends a little anticlimactic. Just like, she moved away to the mountains. Okay, she fucking killed herself. <laughs> But it's it's not as weird as the fucking ghouls one. And I know Hardhat just had the most stakes in it. No, she does move to the mountains. It just becomes misery. <laughs> she just finds her favorite author. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, she's she's not. But she's big. And True. and what's it called? Annie. Annie's not that big. True. I would say overall, I'd give this like a two heart cookie cookies out of five. Okay. This one starts off a bit slow for my taste. A lot of Eddie being a piece of shit. But when you get closer to the climax with Eddie being fed the cookie, I found the stakes were actually starting to rise for once in the book series. Hey, what I said already. I do love how shitty the kids are to Eddie, and I miss these kinds of interactions with them in later books. It's not a perfect Bailey School Kids, but it is a a pretty entertaining read with some funny moments. I give Cupid Doesn't Flip Burgers three puppy dog tails out of five. Okay. Alrighty, that's the episode, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, hopefully you can listen to it with uh, someone you like or with your partner or whatever. You, you, your dog. You love your dog. Listen, let your dog listen to it. Or listen to it by yourself. Just have some good me time. Love yourself. Eh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and hey, make sure to like, subscribe, and all that jazz wherever you're listening to us. If you're listening to us on iTunes, five star review really means a lot. It helps people find us. Same thing with Spotify. Five stars on that ratings board could really help us. Also, leaving a nicer comment of what'd you think of this episode? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I told you this, but um, we got like on Spotify. You can like they do this like kind of automatic thing unless you put a questionnaire on there. Mm-hmm. But the automatic question is, what'd you think of the episode? And someone posted a comment on an episode from a year ago, the Deadwood City episode. And they just put one word and one uh, emoji. Trash. Damn. Yep. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you to tell me this? At least be more descriptive If you're going to call it trash, I want to know why it's trash. Yeah. No, they're just a fucking little troll. And they, I mean, we can't, I mean, the problem with it, though, is we can't comment. I can't comment back and be like. Listen here, little shit. Yeah, listen here, you shit. Why do you think it's trash? I got your IP address. Tell me where you I know where you live now. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, like, if, if you do think we are bad, leave a reason why. I was about to say, we want to improve, obviously. To quote the um, customer service lady from from the city training thing, mm-hmm. it's one of those, like, she would always say, like, because you got to review the person at the end. Yeah. She's like, you either give me one fucking star or ten. None of this, like, five bullshit. <laughs> five doesn't tell you shit. Like. Yeah. And if it's one, you need to tell me why and what I can do. Right. Don't just give a one. Yeah. Like. 
Give yeah. me a goddamn reason. I was about to say, you gotta give a reasoning. You can't just call someone bad. It's almost, it's funny because, like, another episode that was released on YouTube, oh, which one was it? It was our uh, How to Train Your Dragon episode. It, it, the first, uh, you know, cause you know, you can do likes and dislikes on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one actually has quite a few views already. And one of th- the first thing I saw from it was a dislike. So I had a 0% like oh. for, uh, like, I, like almost a week. And then like two people liked it. So it's like at a 66%. But I'm just like, damn, can't even leave a reason why you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. At least if you're going to troll, be like, say whatever. Yeah. I don't know. How dare you not like the book of my childhood that is right. perfect and I. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to criticize, at least fucking criticize. Don't fucking be like, trash. trash. (laughs) I already know our podcast is trash. I want to know why from other people, though. Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, And you can find us at DBC underscore pod on Twitter. At Drunken Book Club on Blue Sky. Our YouTube is Drunken Book Club on there. And you can follow Weiss at Force Left Hander. Drop the E on Hander. You can also follow Brandon at Eldritch Maid. Sam? You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Berserker Rose. All right. And I think we're going to le- end on a, on a on a good song. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. Love stinks. Love stinks.